0: okay this is not how we do regular episodes this is how we do patreons
1: oh yeah you're right this is how we open patreon episodes yeah it's been so long are we getting copyright
0: striked for this well (laughs) hopefully not for 20 seconds of
1: the staples singers
2: oh i'll okay. take you
1: there apparently that's by the staple singers that's right gotcha that's how we open patreon episodes and if you're not a patron you've been missing out on our nonsense <laughs> you get over there you get paid nonsense over here you get the free nonsense <laughs> over there we, we pick a topic and then we pick a song that's vaguely related in title to what we're about to talk about um but we're still in the cold open that's right we're supposed to do a skit jessica come up with a skit <laughs> Something about Staples. You work at... Okay, improv scene. Ready? Okay. Uh, I work at... You work at Staples. Okay? And I work at... Uh, I work at Office Depot. Okay. Okay? And um, and we both got knives. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and uh, scene. Ready? And, and go. Hey. Hey, you.
0: That's right. I'm over here slashing prices. Why do you have a knife?
1: Uh... Cutter, huh? <laughs> Is that too dark? Y- yes. Are you
0: give you Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. I guess your dark spin was appropriate for this. song. yeah, uh, this is yeah. Song. it's a weird dark song. Sorry to just jump right into well, it. Well, we do
1: have top of the show business, but hey, everyone, right. how are you this doing? This is a weird dark song, so we're back. We're not talking about kids on the street this week, <laughs> Danny. Uh, nobody remembers this that anyway. Month. This month, this year, I did promise in the last like special episode driving with John Schnack, is like, we're not going to take a week or two. It took more than two weeks, but we're here. We are loving life. Take a week or two. We We didn't lie about that. (laughs) We took three weeks, but we're loving life with our little boy. He's sitting right here on my lap. (laughs) He's the best. He grabs at everything. He stands. He does cartwheels. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> he stands as long as he can lean on. He something can do dramatic supported. recitations. Ooh, oh,
1: good lord! What was that? Something. April just...
0: April just pulled my. She wants you to remember that oh. she's
1: here too. She's still the, she's engineer. the engineer. She's like, I'll unplug your computer. Yeah,
0: she unplugged. And my only, computer. and you
1: can't plug it back <laughs> in according to <laughs> union rules. <laughs> um so yeah it's been a busy time so much has happened uh-oh. since no it was you know like oh. the last episode we recorded technically was last year it was been two months since we recorded a regular episode and we're back
0: now has anything new happened with reliant K since then no
1: Yes, actually. Oh. The day that we're recording this Shut up. they announced they didn't announce. They don't announce anything. <laughs> they don't they didn't <laughs> announce the Um Yad Tour. They don't announce their they just they let everyone else kinda of figure it out their ticketmaster and stuff. Uh-huh. But they're playing the Four Chord Festival. Let me okay. get the actual cool. name of it. Cool. I've heard, Where's I that do, at? It. It's in Pennsylvania. Uh, okay. The four chord something. Four chord four Chord...
0: I don't know, Four I feel like those Pennsylvania folks have been fest. able to see them more recently. They, sh- they need to go, you know, somewhere where they haven't been.
1: Well, if you're walking the streets of PA, you may see her, <laughs> and she may say,
2: I've seen Reliant
1: K enough, thank you very much. They saved me from from the, this this <laughs> giant <laughs> because it's Marilyn Manson stomach. It's funny that you bring that up, because both the
0: song we're talking about today and that song were on both the demo and the
1: self-titled that's right well you're just ready to get into business aren't you but we still got other <laughs> stuff so yeah the day that we're recording this I'm it's sorry, funny the previous episode that's okay we we got to take our food when we can because this guy right that's here true. sitting in my lap takes all of our attention so um yeah they they, they i got a message from daniel sterrett of all people saying Hey, I, uh, I, I saw that Relying K is playing this festival. Nice. And I'm like, oh, good. Thank you. So I looked it up and there it was. Four Chord Music Fest. I announced it. Someone said... Let me get who said it. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, Wait, so
0: you're telling me that Sadie Hawkins' pod <laughs> via Daniel Tarrett broke this news. Yeah. <laughs> to the internet.
1: Angry, at large. T- angry tor- <laughs> tort- Tortilla. Joel. Joel, of course, said, uh, you guys are better at announcing Relying K's festival dates than Relying K. Amazing. And I said, I wonder if they rely on us for all their up-to-date Reliant K news. <laughs> so the last time we had an episode, it was recorded on, Ju- on January 6th, 2024, and it was with John Schneck, right. and he was like, there's no other dates happening right now, so this must have come together pretty quickly, or yeah. maybe he didn't know about it at the time. But that's really good news uh, that they're still up and running in June, (laughs) that they'll be back around in June. What else? We know
0: they're up and running, just, you know.
1: They're running, running. How many other references to songs can we mention today? Uh, Thundercats. (laughs) Okay, so here's a voicemail. Oh, no, from how long? From from January 2nd. Okay, okay. Not that long ago. Either I saw something that did like October and I was like, oh, Danny, no. Oh, oh, this is, uh, oh yeah, that's uh that's a, that's, those are voicemails from Daniel from 2021 that I've never archived away <laughs> that I assume. Oh no, have.
0: 2021.
1: <laughs> I hope we played them. They're still in my inbox, so maybe I didn't play them. Uh oh. I've, I've gotten used to them sitting there. I don't know if I just... Didn't, okay. Oh, boy. Anyway, here's the new voicemail from January 2nd.
3: Happy New Year, Sadie Hawkins pod. It's Maggie from Pennsylvania calling again. Oh, well, Maggie... Oh, yeah!
1: I mean, Pennsylvania is a huge state. We've driven through it. We know it's a very, very big state, but maybe if... Uh, no, that's
0: part of the whole, like, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania. They're all close. You can
1: go to shows all within that area. <laughs> yeah, but, but from end to end... Which is another another YK YK song. song. Oh, from look west at you! End, you're on fire tonight, west Danny. From west end to east end, Pennsylvania's huge. Because we drove we drove from New Jersey to Illinois one time. We were in Pennsylvania for a while. Yeah, Pennsylvania is one of the first New York and Pennsylvania. When you're in the Northeast, and all those states are like an hour across. Then you get into New York. Then you get into Pennsylvania. And it takes some time. It just takes some time, little girl. In the oh wait, that's not really okay.
3: I've been catching up on your backlog, but I also I was doing some road tripping over the New Year's weekend and I caught up on some of your more recent episodes. Um I just listened to your um Body B episode from like around Thanksgiving time this past year, twenty twenty three. You guys were going through like a bit of some challenging times, so I just wanted to call and hopefully offer some encouragement. Um for me, like the last couple of months have been pretty rough and I've just been binging like your backlog of episodes and they've been really just like fun and lighthearted and really nice to listen to and just kind of help me get out of a funk sometimes. Um, I especially really I just listened to your um, episodes kind of reviewing the two uh, tour dates you went to on the um Yeah tour. I was at the Baltimore show that year. And it's a really uh, precious memory to me. So hearing you guys share your experiences at the shows that you went to and just kind of helps me relive some of those happy memories. So uh hope you guys are doing well, and I hope that the new year brings new and good things for you all. Uh, Take care.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah
0: thank you.
1: Last uh, the, the, that's
0: good to hear. Yeah,
1: I think we're doing better, right? Definitely. The last couple of months, <laughs> I mean, we took a time off from the podcast, which was really our biggest stressor. <laughs> it was not... us bringing was you so... all this joy really drains Stop! us. You know what they say? Stop. The people who are healers <laughs> need. Heal-
0: <laughs> oh, Danny! No, why? It's not true. Why do you have to take a? a a happy song and make it sad or, you know, whatever.
1: Well, yeah, so actually around Thanksgiving, I wouldn't have been on parental leave yet, right? I did parental leave from December to mid-January. That really went a long way to feeling a lot better. When I got back to my job, I had luckily disconnected from so many difficult things because my number one major stress has been my job, and I'm still at the same job I was complaining about last year. But coming back to it after seven weeks away... I have kind of, I've kind of gracefully been not plugging myself back into the same stressors I've been letting them deal with it, which I think is completely appropriate because a lot of the stress that happens there is sort of, like, from the top down. It's not from lack of trying or lack of working hard. Like, we work too hard and things don't alleviate, so there's kind of a top-down problem there, and I'm kind of, like, just stepping back and like talking about work again oh my gosh put it on your sadie hawkins pod bingo it helps me feel better okay okay i'll never talk about how i feel ever again no you did it you figured it out you cracked the code danny will never talk about how he feels ever again not to you not to april not to cooper not to the people out there who expect me to complain about my job it's just, it's just part of top of the show business at this point. Yeah, well, I guess we we haven't had an episode since. No, we've had we had an episode during my break, but we haven't had an episode since. Yeah, I've that's been back when we were to supposed work. to get like. Uh, yeah, get we were going to get all caught up. And, yeah. we have been caught up on the Patreon over at patreon.com slash Sadie Hawkins <laughs> where we open episodes. Your
0: hard earned dollars are going yeah, towards. Yeah, but we're us keeping us up with the two. Up.
1: We promised two episodes. We're like, doing the bare, bare minimum. I think our bare minimum is still our base level is still pretty high. You yes, know? I'm teasing Dan. I'm teasing. Anyway, thank you very much, Maggie, for thank calling. Thank you, Maggie. There was also we really
0: appreciate hearing that, and I hope that you're you're doing better now too. And I'm glad that that we're that we're entertaining folks. How That's are what you... we're here
1: for. How are you feeling, Jessica? <laughs>
0: all I gotta do is listen to that little laugh and I feel great oh my gosh like shout out to everybody else who also like works full-time from home and is a full-time parent uh alone at home because that's that's what we do day in and day out and so I definitely take some of the responsibility for sometimes Danny gets home and I'm like Oh my gosh, finally <laughs> can you just hold the baby for like five minutes and oh my gosh, I can't podcast tonight because I can't even think. Um, uh but yeah, it's everything's going great. Speaking of Pennsylvania, I don't why do we have a postcard for a class action lawsuit? What oh. is this? <laughs> oh, it's addressed to me. What is snow versus a line? What is a line? Is that like invisible? This
1: just open mail on the podcast. What is this? Well, what is, is this in front of me? Oh, we gotta, we gotta, is. we we gotta do our ballots. It is
0: Invisalign. I had Invisalign. <laughs>
1: That's why they mailed it to you. Oh snap! We gotta mail our ballots. Do you want to do our voting here on the podcast? Absolutely not. Um,
0: what what happened? <laughs> now I'm very concerned. Like, did did Invisalign give me cancer? I'm scared now. Oh my gosh. I mean, my teeth look great, but now I'm frightened. Why does it not tell me specifically okay. what I okay. what and I'm going to get money Mr. for? Okay, i from class action
1: lawsuit alert for today. So we've so a, a couple, oh, we got a new car. We were going to get to the. Yeah, oh. we we're going to get to that. I'm sorry, Danny. That's you had thing.
0: that. You had that planned. Everyone's yes. like nice. We don't care.
1: Before get we with, get to that,
0: <laughs> get
2: on with um, leg, A okay. couple of
1: people. A couple. Uh, what are the two f- weird free episodes we did? We did the driving with John Schneck and we did the uh, what it, what the concert was like. I think at the yeah. concert episode, the episode talking about our day going yeah. to see MXPX and Reliant K and let and Jake and Smokey Pops. I said like we need to start up a Reliant K merch archive, and yes. I have had people. Reply to us. I have not replied back to them. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm always bad at replying to emails, so I will try my best to reply. I did post two things that people sent us without, like, replying to them. It's like, hey, I'm going to post this. But the, so at least those two people know uh, their messages got through. I just didn't give them a direct reply. So if you have sent us something, please know that I will reply to you. And, yeah, we just are putting the call out. um we want to start like archiving or at least having some sort of making, we'll start with it being our social media, having some sort of place to like archive rare Reliant K merchandise because there's no central place for this stuff. And I complain all the time about the fact that Reliant K, some of their rarer stuff is on the cusp of becoming lost media at any time. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, their appearances on talk shows and various concerts that they played like the Hard Rock Live and things like that like if those get taken down from YouTube they're just kind of gone and some of you out there might have them on your hard drives but then there's nowhere for the public at large to go like their Jimmy Kimmel appearance was gone from the internet for years an episode of their video podcast their official video podcast was just gone and the only place mm-hmm. it happened to exist was in, an, was in a privatized video on John Schneck's YouTube page which he made on private so because Reliant K is on the cusp of like, you know, their rare stuff becoming lost media, let's make an effort as a fandom not to let that happen. One thing I was saying is like, let's try to archive some cool old merchandise that we all have kicking around, especially because these things don't pop up on eBay all the time. It's not like a lot of other bands, like where like all yeah. their classic designs are kind of known. I feel like a lot of classic Reliant K like the most well known Reliant K designs pop up all the time. But there's a lot of Reliant K designs that have just kind of disappeared and, and like you can't find pictures. They come there.
0: out with new shirt designs like all the time. Yeah. Throughout their history. They're at their course as a band. They love doing the um the parody merch. Like they've got a mm. lot of that. Cooper's upset at the idea that this stuff is going to become lost media. <laughs> and lost And for
1: some reason, <laughs> unfortunately, ReliantK.com cannot be indexed by the Wayback Machine. So those websites and any pictures and information that was on them is gone. It will never come back. Come on, Unless ReliantK happens to have an archive of their own. <laughs> an archive of their own. <laughs> Say, <laughs> <to> talk- <laughs> fan fiction episodes. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Hawkins Hawkinspod. Um, so, anyway, thank you to everyone who's already sent those. I'll start replying to you. I'm going to start posting people's finds and things that they archive from their um, own collections. Okay, let's get that stuff away from Cooper's Reach. <laughs> and yes, today, this week, we're talking about staples. Now, coincidentally, considering what this song is about we bought a new car it's our first new car as a family
0: and both of those things what you just mentioned and the new car are going to uh play into something that I'm going to mention a little bit later uh about putting the call out for some lost merch media oh, okay. sort of sort of stuff but I'll wait until we get into the song for that
1: okay well we bought a subaru <laughs> we bought a subaru forester We talked about it. I think we talked about it with when we picked up John Schneck from the airport and we podcasted about that, that we have, we have, we still have it. It's like a small sedan and it wasn't enough room for Cooper. We no one could sit in the front comfortably. Poor John Schneck was up to his, like, thank thank goodness he's a skinny guy. He was like up to his knees in the front seat because of the car seat behind him. And then his uh, guitar case almost didn't fit in the car. So we're like, okay, we need a bit. We need a new car. So we went and we got ourselves. It was, our, a it was already part so, of the yeah.
0: part of the plan.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Dan's car, the transmission is going, and we knew it was an old car, so we weren't going to replace the transmission in that one. And so, yeah, we got a. So right new... now we technically
1: have three cars. Yeah. We should take my car, and we should just go out and purposefully crash it. <laughs>
0: Let's not do that.
1: Let's not do that? Okay. Uh, but
0: love the new car. It's beautiful. We got the touring. Uh, and so we got the forest green outside with the that pretty uh, brown leather interior. It's lovely.
1: Technically a gift from my dad because he gave it. us the money for down payment on it. As like a welcome to the world for Cooper gift. Thank you, Pop. <laughs> Thank you, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, now that we've talked about our brand new safe family car, let's talk about a song about a car crash. So, yeah, Reliant K. my
0: anxieties.
1: I know. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about Kids on the Street because, you know, well, we had just had the time with John Schneck. And I'm like, oh, you know, we just talked to a member of Reliant K. So it would be kind of fitting to do Kids on the Street. I really want to involve my old high school friend, Johnny, who I went to all the early Reliant K shows with, like all the shows from their first through their – from the self-titled through – Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all these shows we went to multiple times a year but I'm uh, very busy <laughs> and so the, getting him on the phone and getting that figured out hopefully if, different I
0: don't, time zones you know we're we're working towards it but I don't want
1: to do Kids on the Street without involving him in some way so it's like we gotta get the episode out <laughs> let's do Staples it's a fun song except for some of the subject matter oh it does a lot though both musically and lyrically this song does a lot <laughs>
0: It does. It it, is Some might say too much. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, this this song is definitely one of those songs where they try to do way too much, both lyrically and musically. I mean, I like the flute part. That's kind of fun. (laughs) The lyrics are a no. It's a weird... It's like the weirdest skate punk song I've ever heard. Uh, Yeah.
1: So... I went into this thinking like, oh, Staples, that's a weird song, you know. The first album, I I discovered Reliant K with the first album, so it holds a special place in my heart. I have heard plenty of fans say it's one of their two least favorite albums with Collapsible Lung. I'm like, okay. I mean, before we started this podcast, I definitely would have said the self-title is better than Collapsible Lung. Now I don't know. (laughs) Now I don't know. I've sided with Collapsible Lung so much over the last couple of years. (laughs) but like i do love the self-titled album and as i was listening to this song i'm like this song to me honestly it has some of the some stuff that i feel like could bridge the gap between the Ryan K of the self-titled and the Ryan K we know of the future from this point like i think there's uh, a, a pipeline or a bridge. I think there's a narrative structure, a narrative through line that takes you from staples to be my escape because this song does do a lot okay but be my escape also does a lot And I definitely don't think that this is that staples is like the most mature either lyrically or musically, but it is the kind of the most mature. Musically on this album it does so much and it does it with a this little this
0: is such a fascinating take
1: it does it with a it, it, this song does a lot but it does it with a, with a with a surprising amount of grace compared to uh the the rest of this album okay okay so especially when you listen there's to there's a
0: seed planted there yeah
1: there's a seed planted yeah. there especially when you listen to the demo version of this song which Man, is really say, wall-to-wall I, garbage I, I... <laughs> in the most loving way possible.
0: I was gonna say I'm sorry, this should not have made it off the demo. But musically I might actually like the demo a little more. But <laughs> not I, the more cringy ka chunk 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 part from British Decent, but <laughs> I'm not
1: gonna I'm not gonna go to bat for this song over anyone who might disagree with anything I'm gonna say in this episode. But I will say that like the demo version as much as much as this song tries to do too much, the demo version is really shoehorned. It's like yeah. it's skate punky for no good reason. It it's so
0: bizarrely fast. It, when it's it too fast. Need to be. Like it, they it actually needed to bring it like, back a little it bit. It sounded like they like they like in post like fast forwarded that. Like they sound like they sped it up in
1: post. Yeah, their speed like there what they go. probably did to ride the lightning. Um, <laughs> that's a thing I know from Metallica. <laughs> So I actually I heard I watched that whole video about Varys speed recently the uh, the Janet Jackson song that melts laptops. Did you watch that video with me? I did not. There's a there's a Janet I can't remember what YouTube channel this was but there's there's a Janet Jackson song that is capable of uh, basically stopping the hard drives of a certain brand because it's actually like the I'm gonna say it's not the acoustic resonance. No, I love that song. It's an older one, Janet. Jackson's That is an older
0: song, but okay. Kills. I'm also guessing laptop. it's not all the girls at the party. Look at that Rhythm body. Nation. W- what is it? Rhythm
1: Nation. Okay. There's a certain part of the song Rhythm Nation that kills certain brands of laptops, and it's because Whoa! it's because there's a harmonic, like perfect moment. N- not that the moment itself is perfect, is but it, it hits a perfect enough chord that it's at the exact same resonant frequency as the hard drive of this one brand of laptop so the two things cancel each other out and the laptop dies whoa this brand of laptop whoever it was figured out that um what was happening so they put in like a firmware thing where you couldn't play that resonant frequency from anything rhythm nation or otherwise why did this and come was up sorty or a
0: magnet box
1: <laughs> yes how did this come up <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about before? Uh,
0: ride the lightning.
1: Ride the lightning. speed. So they said, so this YouTube video said that, like, this probably accidentally happened because what happens is a lot of, like, engineers, especially um, back in uh, when things weren't all digital, they would, like, knock the, a song up just a little bit just a little bit just to get it basically like proto nightcore like and but you wouldn't we wouldn't know what the song sounded like in the room mm-hmm. anymore because it was officially released just sped up just a little bit just to give a little extra pep but what happens is that that causes like odd keys that aren't like m- r- the song wasn't written in mm-hmm. and that often aren't even like reproducible easily By musicians, because it's actually sped up a little bit. And I think nowadays, if they're speeding up music, they're probably also shifting the key back where it belongs. Um, Unless, of course, you're Nightcore. (coughs) Or the awful sped up TikTok music, which is not... Which, here's the thing. Sped up TikTok music, I was like, oh, this is the next generation of Nightcore. No, because there is an art to Nightcore. You need to pay attention to how much you're speeding it up and you never pitch shift. TikTok music doesn't pitch shift. TikTok sped up versions don't pitch shift, but they go way too fast. Some songs need to go extra, extra. Some songs need to go 200%. Some songs need to go like 105%. It's all about finding that sweet spot. You can't just speed it up and just... Th- that's your that's your Nightcore and just load it onto YouTube. And There's no Nightcore versions of Staples this week. I have to un- inform everybody. I didn't make one myself either. So anyway... Uh, pitch Shifted. We were talking about speeding things up. Okay, yeah. So the original demo version of this song. Now you might feel that the self-titled... The ultimate version of this song. The version that we all know... There's a little too much going on. I think uh, it's interesting how they do a lot of stuff in there. And I think it paves the way for how Reliant K is sort of able to more successfully put a lot of things into a single song in the future. Whether it's, you know, Be My Escape or songs like uh, Deathbed or Let It All Out. Songs that kind of like have multiple ideas going on in them, but they um, do it successfully. I think here with Staples... Because you have the kind of skate punky part and it goes into the soft flutey part with the beach. I think that's sh- sort of as a proto version of what Reliant K will do more successfully later, which is to kind of take surprising left turns in their music. Mm-hmm. However, when you listen to the Dumbo version, the lyrics are so shoehorned. They're going so fast for no good reason. They actually needed to pull it back just a little, the tempo back just a little bit. It's like way too fast, way too fast. And what's amazing is that they took this rather poor skate punk song and turned it into something that I found very interesting. I love the guitar tone of the song on the self-titled. I think it's really unique among... All kinds of any kind of uh, other band from around this time, secular Christian skate punk pop rock. Like the guitar tone on this song, while it's part part and parcel with the production of the whole album, what it's doing in this song just sounds so cool. And that opening riff sounds really cool. Whereas the open there's no riff to the opening part of the skate punk version. It's just like <laughs> and then another thing is like there's. The song keeps just going forward. Like, every part is different. There's not, like, a real repeat. Like, you you think, like, the ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk part is the chorus, but it's not. It just keeps going forward, right? There's no verse, chorus, verse. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, like, it's just kind of, like, verse, chorus, pre-bridge, bridge. <laughs> right. It's, like, I don't even know if that's an accurate description of it, but it's a constantly evolving song. And Reliant K does that way more often later in their career. So I think that this is a really interesting song. And and now, what I don't think it does successfully is lyrically, it does... I think musically, it does too much, and I love that. Lyrically, this song does too much, and it's kind of grating. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, tonally out of whack, because it has both that sense of humor that Reliant K has yeah. and <laughs> a sort of dark uh, sensibility... And a sort of penitent, uh, Christ-centered view, all at the same time, and those things yeah. aren't diametrically opposed, but you usually don't find all of all three of those ideas in a single line case song. Usually, you find two of them. You know, a a, a a very Christ-centered song that has a sense of humor, or a very Christ-centered song that is serious, or a song that you know maybe is sort of secular in its core but is funny, but also serious at the same time. But it's like a triangle. It's the triangle. You can't have all three at the same time.
0: Right. But this
1: song goes for all three. <laughs> and I wouldn't say it's unsuccessful, but I wouldn't say it's successful. It just is what it is.
0: That's a very good way to to put this song. It just kind of is what it is.
1: So this is a true story. Of a guy they knew in high school who really did have this car crash. A couple years ago, somebody let me know who this person was and pointed me to his Facebook page. (laughs) And I messaged him. I friended him on Facebook. He accepted the friendship. Uh And then I messaged him and I said, hi, I totally understand if you're not interested in this. But I do a Reliant K podcast, and I was told blah 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 told me who you are, and uh, if I was just wondering if you, you wanted if you like wanted to tell us any I can't remember what I said. This was like two years ago, mm-hmm. and and it was like if you want if is there anything you tell us about that time, or if you'd be interested in being in the episode, but no pressure, just asking. Never heard back, never unfriended me either. Interesting, but I decided not to push it. <laughs> Not it's not good, Lord. I was totally reasonable you, about you, it. You
0: were, Dan. You were. I don't. I'm not this a poor jerk. guy. Is just having trying to live his life.
1: <laughs> recovering from this car crash. Yeah. But um, hopefully I, his
0: hair grew back over the staples normally. You know.
1: I hope so. I mean, I know if he has hair or not according to his profile picture, but I'm not doxing him, so no one's gonna know. <laughs> okay. Very good. So there is this explainer from teeson about the song uh before the ymca skate park footage that we have played in the past we played this with a lot of the first two album songs this is uploaded by max cap we'll hear them performing the song later it's the only live version i found on youtube but let's just hear teeson's kind of opening explainer about the song we're
2: really happy to be here this next song's about my buddy rick who got in a car accident and the skin on his face I'm slapping down here where I wasn't supposed
0: to. Gross. But also, now anyone who's on Facebook can just go and look at your friend list and be like, where's Rick?
1: Where's Rick? Where's Rick? Are you Rick? <laughs> I don't know why that seems like a David Letterman thing. Who's Rick? Where's Rick? That certainly doesn't sound like David I Letterman. I can't do it, David Letterman. That's <laughs> hey, me, David Letterman. That's not a good David Letterman, right? Well, should I bleep out the name? <laughs> I mean, people can go see the... YouTube video. But, um... Yeah, I should have said Trigger Warning. So, my whole life, when I heard this song... Because, again, I bought the first album when it was the only Relying K album available nationally. I heard the song... We haven't even talked about what the song is in general, except it's about a car crash. And anyone who isn't familiar with it is probably ascertained it's about this one guy's car crash that Relying K knew back in high school or whatever. But I kind of assumed... Falsely, and I don't even know if this is possible that the staples were for his skull. That like you crack your skull and they put like a some sort of metal things in there, like not a stapler gun, but like that they put you know like
0: metal brackets to
1: hold your cracked skull back in place. Yeah, but really, you can get
0: those anywhere. My mom said to have have those post surgery when she had um, back surgery and neck surgery. But
1: apparently, according to this YMCA skate park footage. The staples were to keep the skin on his skull. Oh, right. Oof. Spoiler. Post-spoiler warning. The previous sentence should not be a, should not have been heard by anyone with a weak stomach. Sorry. Maybe skip ahead of another minute. I mean,
0: that's technically your head. It's your face, you know. The Ooh. doctor
1: said he's going to need staples for his head. The doctor said, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. So, but that's what the staples were for, were to keep the skin on his head. Ew.
0: Or was he just trying to be like, oh, was Matt trying to be
1: like, oh, I'm like, so... <laughs> I'm at the skate like, park. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a young man yeah, at the YMCA, so the Young Men's Club of America. <laughs> so I'm gnarly. a young man. And this is a gnarly story. I think he was being honest. I'm I mean... radical,
0: just like you dudes.
1: <laughs> wiggity, wiggity, poochie in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear it from the top. It was spoiler- <laughs> trigger warning again. Happy to be
2: here. This next song's about my buddy Rick who got in a car accident and the skin on his face was flapping down here where it wasn't supposed to. And he was alright, but uh he had to go to the doctor and he put three staples in his head to keep his skin up there. So you couldn't see his skull and stuff. That is disgusting. It's nice. But uh, he was cool and he was alright, and so I made I wrote this song to make fun of his driving. So it's
0: not staples that's also just like a really thing to say
1: <laughs> to make fun- well here's the thing is like he survived and we don't have yeah. we don't have this person's first hand account through messenger to let me know but it seems like apparently they were able to laugh about it now the tone of the song is very cheeky right it's like yeah it's it's like uh the, the it's very <laughs> glib in what happened to him And like they're like, if he had died that day, his family and friends would shed a tear. That seems pretty like I think it's a very I mean we'll get into the lyrics specifically, but it's very tongue in cheek. Before that was the anatomy. The anatomy of the skin off face.
0: Tell me back back in college, did you write a cheeky song uh, about my car accident?
1: No, I didn't. I did not write a cheeky song about your car accident, but I should (laughs) have. So you want to talk about your car accident? Oh, my gosh. Or you want to take like... another minute to talk? <laughs> Not... I
0: thought we were talking about the song.
1: We'll You so talk about the song. We'll talk about I your car accident back like, in the break.
0: Ah, I just wrote this, this song to make fun of my friends driving. Like, Dan, did you write a cheeky song to make fun of my driving? And it sounds
1: like you were a little less injured. You were quite injured.
0: Right. Which we'll talk
1: about after the break. But I
0: didn't need staples.
1: You didn't need staples. You didn't have skin flubbing. No, no. So no, even thankfully. the past talked about, it came down to two. It came down to two. What's the goriest Relying Case song? Sahara, with the with the, the the crows eating not the crows but the the vultures eating eating his brains. The, he doesn't right. say eating, but eating between under his vacant crown, like vultures eating this lion, or let it all out, which is indicative of sort of you know the the classic imagery of the Bible and being washed in the blood, but stated in a way that's a little bit more gory than even the bible says it not intentionally but that's how let it all out kind of touched on a little bit no maybe the goriest song is this one because it's about their friend having his face fall off of his skull and it had to be stapled back on
0: sure but it's not mentioned in the song at that to that like effect
1: i guess that's right but theres "kachunk is ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. And yeah. if, you, if you take a second to really think about it, that's a pretty violent image, violent thought to think of the doctor. <laughs> ka-chunk, ka So let's get into the lyrics. Whoops. And I know... Turn that off. <laughs> yeah, turn off the uh, automatic there. trash can behind you. So let's get into these lyrics and let's go on the emotional roller coaster that oh, is no,
0: why? I was not told we would have to do this. It's bad enough I have to go talk about song meetings later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cuz it hasn't been that long since you hit since you almost hit the tree. So if he almost hit the tree, what did he hit? That's my question. Know. Unless almost is just syllabically what he needed to sort of get that line out, but then it question, I, I question if he almost hit the tree, what did he hit? Cuz Cause it, Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the next line. Because it hasn't been that long since you hit the pole because of speed. So he missed the tree, but he hit a pole, which to me feels worse. I guess it depends.
0: I guess it really depends. Because a tree yeah, probably has a little not, bit of
1: give. I mean, I George say, Bailey hit a tree well, and he didn't die.
0: I thought you were going to say George Lucas, who did also hit a tree.
1: Oh. Um... Cooper's favorite movie, "It's a Wonderful Life." George <laughs> Bailey. He watched uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" with me during Christmas, and he was going nuts. I'm like, "Do you love black plane and white movies? Florida, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, do you love black and white it's movies? It's the black and
0: white stimuli for their for their little bra- baby brains and eyes.
1: So George Lucas hit a tree.
0: He did. Yeah, he was in a bad car accident, oh. like back in the day.
1: So, because it hasn't been that long since you almost hit the tree, because it hasn't been that long since you hit the pole because of speed.
0: I was going to say, I guess it just really Pumpky depends rhyme. because big trees, that's not going anywhere. It's got the roots and everything. It's not going anywhere. But right. a pole kind of depends what kind of a pole yeah. is. Yeah. You could bend that. That's metal on metal. But also,
1: like, a tree is made of, obviously, a tree is made of wood, and wood can have a little bit of give, depending on the type of tree. A pole may not have any give, depending on how well it's been cemented or buried into the ground. I guess it all depends. Um, now, rhyming tree with speed, bit of a clunky rhyme. I don't think that there's necessarily a better rhyme. Clunky
0: I... is the perfect way to describe this yeah. song.
1: Yeah, McClunky. <laughs> McClunky, just like Greedo, just like George Lucas. McClunky. McClunky solo.
0: That no, that's not the I'm bringing this
1: up because I did a Greedo impression previously, in Jessica in our private lives, and Jessica did not like my Greedo. This is my impression of Greedo. Radado, Solo, it's me, Greedo. Listen here, where's Jabba's money? It's a clunky. It's about
0: as good as your Mat Skiba and Bing Crosby. I don't,
1: I don't do a Matt Skiba impression. Matt Skiba just shows up. Matt Skiba takes me over. He's got, the, he's got that evil magic. <laughs> do you remember do you remember the ambulance that took you there do you remember do you remember they cut your pants your favorite pair they shaved your head where's all your hair it's kind of like a cheeky it's the, the lyrics are a little clunky they're very mm-hmm. immature it's reaching for something sort of mature like the near death of a friend but it's doing it in this slightly cheeky manner but also the music doesn't... It's a mess. Yeah, the music itself doesn't really indicate that this is kind of a slight joke song. Yeah. The, the the music is sincere. The message is a little sincere, but with some tongue-in-cheek. And not in the appropriate way of, like, you know, what they named their second album after. It's like...
0: We know it's okay, that Rick is okay, but this song makes me uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: the doctor said, we need some staples for his head. The doctor said, another foot you could be dead... I don't know. A foot? It seems like, seems like it wasn't even close. Like, when you talk that about accidents, fair. like things are like, oh, by an inch. If you went another centimeter, you'd be dead. It's like a foot? A foot's a lot of space, depending yeah, on... Just depends. Just depends. Uh, the doctor said, we need some staples for his head. The doctor said, you should have took the bus instead again clunky because obviously that's a joke but also took the bus instead instead of taken the bus instead but you can't say taken because then it syllabically doesn't match the the meter of the song
0: that's right when so Qui-Gon Jinn comes out and gets you
1: what <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn should have taken the bus what did I say that
0: taken is that not the name of those movies this is an aside. Is that not the name yes, of
2: Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes.
1: I was trying to like, I was like, wait, when does, when does Darth Maul ride the bus? <laughs> I was like, does Darth Maul get off of a bus right before he, he reveals his double lightsaber? <laughs> so that's what, uh, so that, that was verse one in the chorus.
0: Do we have to keep
1: going? Bridge. All you could hear was ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Now, Jessica, do you remember being in the pit? opening up that pit, the wall of death. Everyone's just, like, throwing fists and skanking it up, and then everyone's like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk! It was, like, the most punk rock
0: thing in the world. This song was before
1: my time with Roland <laughs> I I don't actually have a memory like that, but it's, like, it really feels like they were going for something a little anthemic because the ka-chunk, kachunk", ka-chunk part—it's the part, po- it's the one part of the original demo that definitely works. Within that mess of a skate punk song. Mm-hmm. And it still works here. Except
0: these they deliver it super cringy. Yeah. <laughs> in in the demo.
1: To its advantage. <laughs> All you could hear was the doctor putting staples in this punk. Did you realize that's what he says? No. Nope. Kachunk, ka chunk, ka chunk putting staples in this punk.
0: Gotcha.
2: So he's a
1: punk. So in a way you could say he deserved <laughs> just kidding, What happened to him? I'm joking because I hate punks. I hate them. They're disgusting. They need to bathe. Bunch of dirty ex hippies. All you could hear was ka chunk ka chunk ka chunk. All you could hear was doctors, the doctor putting staples in this punk. So they called that the bridge, which I don't know because this next part I think is the bridge. He could have died that day, which means he would not be here. He would have gone away. Yeah, that's how it works. Friends and family, we'd shed our tears. It's like, hey, I just what want a you sharp know.
0: left turn <laughs>
1: sharp. into a pole. Good <laughs> lord! But the good thing would be that he would that we would always know he would be living with Jesus Christ in his new home.
0: What a f- f***ing turn!
2: <laughs>
1: it definitely is a little shoehorned. It's sort of like a tongue in cheek. Like my friend's a bad driver. He was speeding and he crashed. And then to like kind of make it a little bit of a of a of a of a faith-based lesson it's a little out of left field a little the whole song's clunky it kind of it goes to too many places lyrically um which means he would not be here he would have gone away for the family should have been here. but it would be jesus crow he would be in with jesus christ in his oh it just finishes and then the instrumental outro So really, I mean, it calls this verse one chorus bridge verse two. I disagree. I think it's verse one chorus. It's not even a chorus, but chorus verse two bridge. I don't know. Like, this is a very, it's a lopsided song. It's interesting. I honestly think this paves the way to more interesting ways in which they're able to sort of, like, take sharp left turns and Mm -hmm. and do these kind of things. but. In ways that are definitely both musically and spiritually more mature, I think that this is.
0: This should have been a vault track. This did not need to be released. <laughs> no,
1: I I think this song's so interesting because I, like I said, I love the guitar tone. I love this opening riff. Uh, it it feels really nostalgic for me, but I think it also is a standout among. <laughs> I love that. That sounds so cool. That sounds really cool. It does. I wish it was I, in a better song. I wish it <laughs> I think it's not a good song. I just think. I wish it was in a slightly more well-rounded song. I think this is a. Pick a tone. This is like an 18 to 20 year old guy. Who has only had, up to this point kind of written goofy skate punk songs. And trying to do something a little bit more mature. Trying to do something that hits kind of a more mature chord. Hitting something that's a little bit. You know, a little bit more, like, how do you, you know, c- clearly, Matt Thiessen, when he writes Staples, is a far, is is a somewhat a far way away from writing Deathbed. And yet, it's only like seven years, which mm-hmm. is not really that l- much. Right. And I'm just rounding off, depending on like when the demo was released, you know, actually, it's probably more like nine years which you could definitely become a more mature artist nine years later. Maybe shorten it to eight depending on when Deathbed was written. If it was written long before the album was released. Whatever. I hear in this song a a 18 to 20 year old kid who is only written really goofy skate punk songs. And sings on his demo with a fake British accent. Trying to do one song that has a little bit of like maturity and oomph. That tries to hit... This sort of like emotional, meaningful chord about like talking about fate and death. Like, this is their first, this is probably their first song that deals with the idea of death at all. Even though the character does not die, he survives, but just contemplating that and uh, not quite succeeding. (laughs) He doesn't quite succeed in this exercise, but this paves the way to way more mature. Relying K songs down the road. This is kind of the first step to a lyrically more mature Relying K. You
0: know, we talk about the missed uh, anniversary tour for Forget Not Slow Down, but we are coming up in just a short four years on the 30-year anniversary of the demo.
1: You're right. Wow. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah, 20,
0: 20, yeah. yeah
1: 1998. <laughs> Ni- like, the demo was so 98. I'm having to
0: think about that for a
1: second. <laughs> yeah, the demo was 98. And when we started this podcast, we were three or four years away from the collapsible long 10th anniversary, and we made it. So really, those four years will go by before you know it. And then it'll be 30 years of Relying K, right? Yeah, that's weird. That's crazy. Because MXPX really just had their 30th anniversary, and... Um, no I'm sorry I let us 40th. down this
0: path, because now it's making me feel even more uncomfortable than I already felt.
1: <laughs> Guys, what are we doing for Reliant K's 30th anniversary? <laughs> I assume that they, they formed in 98. Now, like, we need official word on this. I'd say, like, they might be giants. Like, they say they might be giants formed in 1982, which mm-hmm. was also my birth year. However... They Might Be Giants did not actually come up with the name They Might Be Giants until, like, 83 or 84. They had a different name in 82 when sure. they started as a demo, so it all depends on how you look at it. t and Hoops, when do they start working together on songs? When do they create the name Relying K? Yes, they sit. They work with Markley Townsend and record the demo by 98, but how long were they Relying K before that, even? That's the question. Were they Relying K? By by to 1994, probably not. No,
0: I mean hoops they had to have, have the car, so he was yeah. at least driving age.
1: Right, and they would have been. At, they probably were 14 in 94, right? So I don't think so. All right, all right, Cooper. All right, I hear you. Time for a break. Well, we'll be right back, and, and then we'll talk about Jessica's car crash story. Oh boy.
0: So, one of the things that I I had mentioned earlier was about Lost, uh, Reliant K, uh, merch, etc. Mm-hmm. Back when the first Three Gears box set cu- came out, did anyone else have... There was like a special edition and it came with an air freshener, a sticker, I think, and a license plate frame. No, it was... An air freshener, a a keychain, and a license plate frame. And I have, I know that I still have the air freshener in its original package somewhere. And the, it was a glow-in-the-dark keychain as well, and that's somewhere as well. Um... But I'm not sure if I still have the license plate frame or not, or if it was on the car that was in the car crash when I was in college that got totaled. That got totaled. So does anyone else have this? Like sometimes I'm like, did I make this up? And I'm like, no, I have this. Like I own the, the I owned these things, and I cannot find proof of it anywhere. And it like it's driving me like wild trying to like figure it out and i've spent i've done deep dives on it and like no one else has posted about this if you had this please let us know because like i swear to goodness i can picture the license plate frame but i don't know where it is uh
1: well if it was on the car what happened there how did it how did it get taken away you want to tell the story should i tell my point of view from the oh my god
0: so i oh i love that car miss that car uh, when I got my first car, I had a turbo yellow Beetle. And it had yellow rims and a yellow and black leather interior. And this is... Ni- this is ni-
1: How dare this is you? Two- this is 1987. <laughs> this is uh, when you were one. This is 2006. Yeah. Possibly even five, but I think it was 2006. No, it
0: was six. Um And it was my parents' anniversary. And uh, they were having dinner at the Ritz-Carlton. And I was driving to meet them from where I was at college. And I was running late. And I wanted to be really cool and be like, oh, I'm showing up, like, with a proper adult gift. Like, I wanted to get them a bottle of wine. But I was only 18. No, I was probably 19 by then. So I was, like, 19. I couldn't do it. So I was like, oh, let me just, like, text my friend Danny... Who's my good buddy? And yeah, we weren't dating
1: or anything at the time.
0: <laughs> happens to be over. I got 21. out of that friend
1: zone <laughs> because I was over twenty one, and I was like, "Hey, yeah, you want some alcohol? Go on a date with me."
0: So I like give him money and I send him into the liquor store. and I'm like, "Danny, just buy me like a nice bottle of wine with this." And to I don't be even honest, know if I if I specified red or white. I don't know. I pretty sure I it was don't remember. Red.
1: So the thing is, I was <laughs> twenty at the time and I had never drank in my life I'd had like a sip of beer you're 23 maybe
0: were you 24?
1: is it 2006? so I was 24 I was 19 I was 24
0: no we turn Danny you always do this we are <laughs> we are November babies so we are we're uh, subtract so always so be I subtracting was always, always
1: always A-B-S always be subtracting yeah
0: So in 1987, I was not yet one. Not
1: until the very end of the year. So I was 23 and I had never drank in my life. And not for any particular reason. Not for any straight edge reasons. Not for any religious reasons. I just had no interest in alcohol. And I had gone my whole life without drinking. When I started drinking, it was because Jessica broke up with me. (laughs) And that is the truth, though. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is not true. We had yeah, we did. those we had big... off ices when we were dating the first I time I started around. drinking
1: when I dated <laughs> Jessica because I was like, a party girl like this, so I gotta keep up with her.
0: Oh yeah, such a party girl. I was girl. 23
1: when I had my first like full drink of alcohol because like I said, I'd had a sip of beer and I'd had a sip of iced tea and vodka that some kid offered me out of a Taco Bell <laughs> cup. I was like, I'm just he, like, when I, I think I totally story, but I was like 12 or 13 what? hanging out at the mall and there was Stop. this kid who was kind of a bad kid and he's like, he had a Taco Bell cup and he'd put vodka in it on top of like Coke or iced tea or I'm something. i kind of shocked that the vodka didn't eat through that cup. He was probably drinking it fast, but he was like walking around the mall kind of dizzy. He was like, you should have a sip of this. And I was like, okay, I'll try a, a sip of it. I had a sip of it. I didn't like it. So that was all my alcohol experience until I was 23 and we're way off topic of the, of the car crash, but especially cause we dated after the car crash. But when we started dating, I had my full drink, the first full drink of alcohol and the alcohol in my blood was so heavy and my body was so unprepared My both my brain and my body were so unprepared. I was on the floor, but not because I was dizzy And not because I was, like, so drunk I couldn't get up, but literally because it's like someone had put 50-pound weights in my bloodstream. Like, I couldn't, I I was like, I felt like someone had turned the gravity up 100%. Well, I just
0: thought it was hilarious that Danny would, we'd, like, be hanging out, you know, at any of our places, and Danny would have one smeared off ice, and he'd have have to go lay down on the floor.
1: Because I was so (laughs) heavy. I felt physically heavy it wasn't drunk it wasn't dizzy it wasn't any of that it was like the in my blood
0: that stuff is like 0.0001 percent
1: i know but i had zero tolerance i wasn't even (laughs) drunk yet
0: i know i'm kidding because like i say like i'm oh i'm like so cool like that totally hit me too i'd have like half of one and be like out
1: (laughs) so jessica calls so from so i only have a little i'll just tell my point of view from up until you drive away Jessica calls me one day when we're in college and she's like, it was actually an Albertson's. It wasn't a liquor store. Cause you knew, I think we knew if you go to a liquor store in Florida at the time, they actually would pay attention to who you pulled up with. And they wouldn't remember. Like even mm-hmm. like later we, well, we lived in a college town, so that could be too. <laughs> so we went to a grocery store. Because we knew no one's going to pay attention to who did you travel here with. And, you know, you couldn't walk into a ABC liquor in Florida with another person. They'd card both of you. So we went to Albertsons and we pulled up and you were like, I'm going to stay here in the car so they don't see me. And you don't get any trouble. Just go buy me a bottle of wine. I need this for my parents' anniversary. I go and I buy you a bottle of wine. And then you're like, let's take a selfie. And you take your phone. You take it because this is before smartphones. And, but selfies weren't a thing yet. You're like, let's take a picture. Cooper thinks it's hilarious.
0: He does.
1: <laughs> and you took a picture of us, and we still have that picture somewhere. We had it for a long time. Right. Somehow that camera survived the night. And then you drove off. And what happened next?
0: <laughs> I was running late for my parents' anniversary dinner, and like, yeah, it was their 40th anniversary.
1: <laughs> hey, Reline is almost going to have with her 30th. Never mind.
0: And <laughs> I'm driving, and I know that I'm running late, and the bottle of wine and, like, the bag for it's in the backseat. You'd had a couple
1: of glasses on there. I
0: had not. I'm filling out the card. <laughs> You're filling out the card. Going, like... Driving down the highway. At, like, 80, 70. Too fast.
1: 75. I think Let's the-
0: just say it was... Too fast. I
1: don't know if the statute of limitations for the insurance company.
0: (laughs) And I hit, you know, on the highway, how in some places they have those little rivets, like on the side of the road, those little indents to let you know that you're starting to go off of the side of the road. To kind of
1: wake you up if you're sleeping.
0: Yeah. If you try to turn out of those too too quickly, uh, you'll end up overcorrecting your car. Mm -hmm. And that is what happened is that I... Turned the wheel too hard and it locked, and my car spun around so that I was technically facing the wrong way and then barrel rolled across the highway and landed. In uh, like a ditch, like right, like in a ravine on the side of the road.
1: Because it's Florida, so there's green.
0: Yeah, it's like green grass. And, yeah, in between and you know each
1: side of the highway. And yeah, like <laughs>
0: like certain wetlands and
1: whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> um, Small preservation land. There's
0: thankfully there was no one else really around. Like other pe- people had witnessed it, but no one else was involved. Like there weren't really many other cars on the road at the time. Uh, I I blacked out a little bit (laughs) at one point and so kind of like woke up hanging from my seatbelt in the car (laughs) (laughs) upside down and i was like "Uh, oh and i actually oh trigger warning for gore i bit through my tongue Mm. so my tongue and i didn't know it was massively swollen (sighs) and black and blue and so i'm like oh i just gotta i gotta get i gotta get out of here and i gotta get back on the road (laughs) cause I'm running late. So, someone comes along and a, a few <laughs> turn people your car stopped over and they let you go. Well, if some some people did, they came over, they stopped, they pulled me out. They were worried the car was going to blow up because I don't know. That's uh, the movies, I guess. People right. worry about that sort of thing. Um so they 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 were like there was actually one person that was there was a doctor and he was like do not try and move. We're going to move you up here uh, to the side of the road. We called 911. And so the, the an ambulance comes, and I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just accept. I thought about it. I thought about go. So we're laughing
1: about it a little bit now. Your <laughs> I'm parents. Like, just let me Thank goodness go. your parents don't listen to this podcast because yeah. they would not like to hear this.
0: I literally was like, just roll the car back over so I can get on my way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cooper doesn't like Cooper's that. like, Mom. Mom. That's not, that's not right.
0: <laughs> I was like, just roll the car back over so that I can be on my way. So the ambulance shows up. And they're like, okay. And they get me in the thing. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just want to go. <laughs> and they're like, can you call your parents? And I'm like,
1: yeah. <laughs> Hello, Mom. Yeah, Hello. <laughs> pretty much.
0: So I call my mom. Ugh. And... Uh, the paramedic's like, can I talk to her? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, yes. And so I let her talk, because obviously I sound ridiculous. And she's like, ma'am, your daughter is over the age of 18, so technically we have to listen to what she says. We could just leave her here, but she really needs to go to the hospital. And my mom, I get back on my mom, she was Jessica Marie York, are you going to the hospital right now? <laughs> so, so I'm fine. Yeah. I had... I had to be in a neck brace for a little while and I had a really bad, like, um, uh, like rash from the seatbelt. I had like a big, like a burn, like a seatbelt burn. But other than that, I, I basically walked away from that accident, which thank God I did. I, like, thank the Lord for, for, for that. Somebody was looking out for me that day. And of course the doctors had to say to my parents as we're all sitting in the ER, they were like, the doctor was like, you know, the doctor said, exactly. Another foot. <laughs> He said if she was in any other car, she would be dead.
1: Right. Because the bug had a beat
0: Bugs have those or they used to. They don't anymore. And I'm kind of mad at the VW company for this because it saved my life. They had the rounded uh, tops. And so when that caved in, it didn't even come anywhere close because it's a built in roll bar, basically. Right. Yeah. so that's my that's my story. That's my, now that's my car car I've story. heard the
1: other side of the story from your parents' point of view. Your dad has told me, and they were already at the restaurant. Yeah. So they get the call, and they are like panicking through the restaurant to get to the uh, valet because it was a valet restaurant, and they're like we need our car now.
0: Yeah, they. My dad sped. To there. And then my yeah. aunt and uncle were also uh, at the restaurant as well. And they ended up going. They didn't come to the hospital at first. They went to the site of the wreckage to help take care of, like, my car and stuff and get all my stuff out. That bottle of wine survived. <laughs> Go figure.
1: <laughs> uh, Was your Reliant K license plate? Oh, frame? Potentially, frame yeah. Potentially, we guess that's gone.
0: Yeah. It just depends on when the first three-year's box that came out. Like, I really need to look into that. So, Yeah. No, like st- uh, car crashes, laughing matter, but also not laughing matter. I had PTSD from that, even though it was just me being a dumbass teenager. I had PTSD from that for quite a while that I worked through with a therapist. Like, I, you know, I. Uh... So I'm like, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of this song. I don't know. Like, we. I can joke about it now. We joke right. about it now, but it still is like. I mean, this sounds like it was still pretty pretty soon to where after he had had this accent and he wrote this song and I'm like, I don't know, man. And
1: this song's on that box set. Very inappropriate. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you survived then. And I would have been the last person. Glad? Yeah. I'm glad you survived because now we have a beautiful son. Oh, and you married me before that. Oh, and we dated before that. Oh, and I had my first off Ice with you before that. <laughs> um, I would have been the last person to see you alive. Yep. And that photo, uh, they would have, like, come to talk to me if there, was an, if there was an investigation. I
0: don't know why there would have been an investigation. Your mom
1: called me the next day to let me know. Uh, Hi, Danny. Just so you know, Jessica was in a car crash yesterday. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I. And in my mind, I'm like, am I liable for this? No, I actually wasn't thinking that. But
0: No, she just called. Because she knew that Danny and I were, like, best friends. She wanted to make sure you knew and to, like get any school stuff or like class stuff that i needed or whatever and yeah here you want cooper now you need to you need some baby soothing
1: here you go (laughs) funny i'm so glad he's here because i'm because because you're (laughs) not you jessica no i'm glad you're here well (laughs) it's implied it's it's inferred that because he's here you're here so uh so anything else about this song staples by the we band have Reliant deep dive. Kid. We do have deep dive, so I love this. Song. <laughs> you say that like you're
0: surprised. Naturally, we have song meanings. This is the first ah. three gears song. How could we not have ah. song meanings?
1: Who's a boy? Oh, by the way, Nine in comments. the last month. I've just loved this. This I've just been like so much happier and happier to be dead. I feel like in the first couple weeks because he was this like little wrinkly peanut, <laughs> and who <he laughs> just slept. I was like, yeah, it doesn't feel that different to be a dad. It totally feels different to be a dad. Everything now, everything people were telling us that just didn't like click right away. I was like, am I a bad person? Because I don't feel totally enamored. I mean, I love, I've always loved him, but I was like, I wasn't totally like, oh yeah, it's so amazing to be a father to just see this wrinkly little peanut who just sleeps all day and has his eyes closed. But now he's, like, so aware, and he laughs, and he looks right at you, and he sees me, and he smiles, and he connects. It's wonderful. I love him.
0: He's my everything. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, I didn't read this first comment on song meanings, or, you know, I would have known better, uh, and and would have known to just don't be stupid. So, Remy killed Elvis on July sixteenth, <laughs> two 2002. Remy the rat killed said, Elvis? said, I don't know if this song is supposed to be serious or not, but it seems like it isn't. It's (laughs) like one of those songs that jokes around, but the main point is serious, don't be stupid. And exactly, the tone of this song is all over the place. Uh, Very ineffective. Um, Pineapple62 on August 11, 2002 said... Well, it's kind of supposed to be serious. I mean, all of this stuff could really happen. Drive too fast and hit a tree and you'll end up getting staples in your skin to hold it together. The message is... I did not need staples, by the way.
1: How did they um, know it was about skin?
0: Maybe they were at the skate park. Uh, the message is also serious. Or maybe he gave that story at multiple places. Uh, is also serious. But it's not necessarily don't be stupid. It's more like be careful because people care about you. But if something does happen and you die, then you better make sure that you know where you're going.
1: You better... Believe in Jesus.
0: Music Chick 21 on September 28th, 2002
1: said... I said that so, like, uh, like I didn't mean it, but I did mean it. I was just, like, saying cutesy voices to... Koopa, you better believe in Jesus.
0: Music Chick asked, do they me. mean speed as in fastness or the drug?
1: Is <laughs> this another don't-do-drug song? Oh, wow. Mm, I'm lost. Another don't-do-drug song? What's the first don't-do-drug song? I think song? they
0: mean in general. Oh. Um... Spam Guy on October 6, 2002 said, I don't think that speed is just referring to fastness. Say the driver was going way too fast and lost control, so he hit, he hit a tree, but still don't do drugs.
1: The doctor said, you did, you crashed the car because of heroin, the doctor said.
0: <laughs> Black Lung Fever said on July 6, 2003, the song kicks ass and yes, speed is fastness. I thought it was about skiing though.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow that's
0: outstanding
1: that's so funny um Yay. here we go that's how uh that's how uh, uh sunny bono died it is
0: r.i.p Let's see. I'm going to skip around a little bit here. Get to the, get the jacket on January 14th, 2005 said I really like this song because it's so unlike Get to the jacket. So many other songs that are out there. I mean, it's not every song on the radio that breaks away. This song was not on the radio <laughs> that breaks away and screams ka chunk." Hee hee, it makes me laugh. I do believe that it does have a serious side to it, especially to me who is going to her get her license soon. Don't drive too fast. <laughs>
1: Especially to me, who is getting in a car crash but this
0: is all oh, But this is another goodie to sing slash shout down the hallways at school, LOL. Now, a lot of these people, what they are taking away from it is to be safe driver, etc. Yeah. I had heard this song by then, but I always skipped it for the most part.
1: See, now, if you had been listening to this song a little bit more... You might not have yeah. hit that median because of speed.
0: It's true. Uh, um, cool bar. Joe Shork. Oh! You knocked the glass off. On February 5th, 2005, said, I burst out laughing when I first heard the ka-chunk ka-chunk, and the second and the third, and this time, too. It's just too funny. The idea that Stapers were holding his life together, it's reflective.
1: <laughs> it's true. Uh, and then... Sometimes all there is between you and death is a staple.
0: Uh, Dog382, on and maybe you can shed more light on this, Danny, on June 20th, 2005, said, this song refers to one of the band member's brothers. I believe it was Pittman's bro. Oh. And it's about that he could have died and everyone would be sad, but they would be happy that he would go to heaven. The last
1: name of the person who I've confirmed was in the is car crash Pittman. is not named Pittman. It's not rick pitman rick pitman stunt performer
0: rick pitman attorney at law
1: definitely writing down rick pitman as a character how are you doing i'm rick pitman I'm a man's man. I love movies about World War II.
0: He sounds like he would be in that. uh, They did it for riff tracks and shaking hands with danger (laughs) in that '70s. uh, That '70s construction site safety awareness song video. And I
1: shake hands (laughs) with danger.
0: Um, let's see. This is a Reddit post. Cooper. Cooper wants the cup.
2: Give me uh, this is cup. about
0: this I'll is somebody sing. giving kind of like a, a background on all work and no play. This was Reliant K album of the month number one, all work and no play. This is on the R slash Reliant K from eight years
1: ago. Oh, good golly, Cooper!
0: <sighs> by Silent Ransom, who is a mod. Um, welcome to the Reliant K official listening party. And then you and do no a play. Reliant
1: K album every month, you'll run out before the end of the year. <laughs>
0: True. Oh, Rick and No Play is the demo CD released by the Christian rock band Reliant K in 1998. It caught the attention of DC Talk's Toby McKeon, McKeon, uh, who subsequently signed them to Goatee Records. Seven of the 11 tracks on this album were eventually made on either...
1: Are there 11 songs on this demo?
0: I feel. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all listed here. (laughs) K-Car, I Am Lion-O, Staples, re-recorded for the band's... Oh... Be okay over there.
1: Hey, he he, he uh, it. And wanted to jump out of my arms.
0: Marilyn Manson, ate my girlfriend. Kojak, my good friend Charles. Kojak, Register. there's an awesome song. Be rad, yeah. Be
1: rad. That was a great one. Yeah.
0: Curb William and softer to me.
1: Curb, that was weird. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Ch- See, That's what I like about Staples is the fact that they took this this shoehorned way too fast skate punk song trying to do way too much and they really transformed it for this album. They created a really interesting guitar tone. Markley Townsend yeah. should probably get a lot of credit like I don't know yeah. if this was his idea because Markley Townsend did both versions of the song,
2: right right And
1: like when you go from you know when you go from curb to uh, for the moments I feel faint is it or those words are not enough. I don't right. remember if it's one of those. <laughs> oh, that, is glass, that one's glass that one's not plastic don't drop that one here when take
0: you, the polka punk uh, it's one
1: thing to take a skate punk song yeah. and then turn it into a uh open chord worship song like yeah that's that's a wild uh shift but it totally makes sense because any like sort of four three chord skate punk song four chord music festival three chord skate punk song could technically be like turned into a a a worship an open chord worship style song but taking this way too fast skate punk song staples and then coming up with this really interesting guitar riff to open it up and coming up with the whole flute section oh he spit up on me good lord he's like i don't know how you talk (laughs) that having um the, uh, the, the flute section and adding all the beach sounds. Like, that's really interesting. That's a really interesting way to transform this particular demo. You read some more stuff while I go wipe up this spit up.
0: Well, I was just going to say that this, uh, this is pretty, you know, pretty long. Um, there's a lot of, like, back and forth fodder. So if you're interested in reading this whole thing, it's from r slash K. uh, Silent Ransom, Reliant K album of the month, number one, all work and no play. Uh, and it's categorized as listening party if you're interested in checking it out and what some other folks have to say. Um, everybody's answers are very thought out and, you know, sort of long. So I will uh, leave it there. So also, uh, one of the things that came up in my search was uh, Collide Records for a Mavis Staple CD, okay, <laughs> um, which I thought was funny. And then you can license this song through music services. Right,
1: that yeah. popped up. You and can like license it for uh, right.
0: What a I movie, thought was I guess, I guess. Or a Staples commercial. Well, what I thought was really interesting is that, with the exception of Charles in Charge, for some reason on this website, this music services website, um, they labeled the, they 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 put the label as Macblk, which I assume is Mac Black. LLC which is like Toby Max umbrella I guess corporation corporation, or corporation. and it's funny and it's like I would understand if they did all of that but why is Charles in charge of t media well everything else
1: is Mac black LLC well probably maybe because it's it's reference it's a it's a cover even though it has original content in the song the publishing right. of that song itself must go through something Goes else through something different yeah. so maybe Mac maybe mm-hmm. Mac black mm-hmm. Media, whatever it's called, maybe Toby Max Umbrella Corporation owns the 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 whatever the the licensing for all of those original Reliant K songs. Right. But you have to go through Go Team Media because Go Team Media also needs to uh, communicate with the original publishers and writers of the actual Charles and Charge theme song. Right. Interesting. That's really weird. Yeah. Jessica told me this this website. She's like. You can get this through music services. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? What is music services? And it's a website called music services, which I guess. I was
0: literally, Danny, I don't know. It's literally called music services. I, did, I
1: was like, but music services sounded no so thoughts. generic. I'm like, what are you talking about? Music <laughs> services. What do you mean? You buy the song? What are you talking about? And it's like, I think it's an actual website that helps you. License comu- music. Communicate. Yeah. Like, I guess it's a third party. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people out there, li- Not. I'm sure some people listening to us know more about this than we do, but I guess musicservices.com yeah, or whatever so helps you license I, a song from I the publisher. I clicked
0: into Staples and it says license maker. Select your license type. Artist master use. Uh, accompaniment master use. Rehearsal master use. TV sync master use. Internet streaming master use.
1: So they must be a third. I'm guessing options. there's some sort of third party thing that helps you communicate with music publishers. And then Sam. you
0: pick the uh, which version of the license. So is it coming from Reliant K first three gears or first three gears with video? And then you request the license. So I guess it doesn't like give you an out and out price. You have to request the license uh note music services inc does not sell tracks if you need the music to m- the master you are licensing you will need to per- either purchase a legal copy or contact the record label directly so i guess you're just getting Ooh, that is not a phone number i didn't want to click on that um yeah i guess you're just g- getting uh, the master or something requested through through this service it's very uh confusing okay and that's
1: what I have this week. Nice. Well, I talked about it before, but this was performed at the YMCA Skate Park with all them skate punks. So let's hear Roland K actually performing this song okay. now. Oh, of, and of course, I completely forgot. As much as I'm like on the side of this song way too long way too long yeah. and i and i don't default to complaining about a song being too long like if it doesn't feel its length it, it's not a problem but it feels too long um the skate punk version especially um like because it doesn't change its tone the skate punk version does a little bit i don't know the skate punk version is like it's almost three minutes or is it almost four minutes? I don't even remember. Too him.
0: long, and it's interesting that it's a lot of just the same repeated lyrics over and over yeah. again for all that time.
1: Three minutes. So both versions are almost three minutes, but you feel, I feel that length in the all-work version. At least the uh, the self-titled version, like, it breaks into a completely different, like beachy jazzy section uh live at the skate park they did not perform that section so they break this song down into only like a minute and a half which is all it really should be here is that version performed uh not with dave drumming and not with steve drumming but Mm -hmm. i think the drummer of fillmore filling in during that transition time between steve and dave gotcha This song's so much fun.
0: (laughs) So they definitely play it closer to the demo version
1: Yeah, here.
0: And I wonder if that's because they're skate park (laughs) or or if that's just how they were playing it at the time. Well, what's funny (laughs) is that
1: here live, they're doing a little closer to that, but they're doing it with that riff of the self-titled version. Mm -hmm. So I think this is the ultimate version of the song. I wish it sounded a little cleaner, but I think this is like the ultimate version of the song. It's it's less than two minutes. It's got the riff of the self-titled, but it's... Fast like the demo, but not overly fast like the demo. Perfect version. Still a couple more seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> like the, that's great. I don't know if that's not feedback, but that's I love that. That's fantastic. This I wish Relying K just kept like this forever. <laughs> just sloppy Self-titled era. Self-titled era, sloppy, a little <laughs> shitty. <laughs> Why'd they have to get better? <laughs> so, so lame. Um so there's that. <laughs> and then, uh, interesting find, but it's not actually different content in any way. Where uh, Ben Pepperd, four years ago, uploaded something called Hello McFly and Staples demo length versions. Okay. But they're not demos. They're clearly the oh. actual studio <laughs> tracks. They <laughs> just
0: change the length?
1: They're just like little fade out versions, like oh. 30 seconds of each song fading out. And I'm wondering if this is. It doesn't say in the description. And it just fades out. I wonder. Okay. I know that there's a couple of different, like, promotional CDs bouncing around that are, like, impossible to get. And I wonder if this is, like, here's a 30 second preview of what this song sounds like. Yes, mm-hmm. buy copies at your Christian bookstore to sell. You know what right. I mean?
0: Well, putting your best foot forward there
1: by putting <laughs> staples on there. Uh, and so here's a, a um, let me see. Okay, then then well, there's a cover. So before we'll do there's one cover and there's one fan music video. So we'll do the cover next. Okay, this is by uh, let's see who is this by? White Flag Raised. This is the band White Flag Raised. Their comment is. Their description is, This is not our song, but we love it. Originally by Reliant K. No copyright infringement intended. This was published April 1st, so joke's on you. Uh, 2020, uh, 2012. Wow. 20,000, 2012. Uh, 20,000 years in the future. Good God, I'm tired. 2012 2012 three likes less than 300 views uh here is white flag raised playing at some sort of like coffee house red wall raised stage the white flag is raised and so is the stage uh oh there's a logo in the back i don't think it's theirs the rock and Soul Cafe. It's the Rock nice. and Soul Cafe. It's that classic Christian coffee house mm-hmm. where they don't serve coffee. They just call it a coffee house. Yeah, this is a a... I'm I'm, B-Y-O-B. B-Y-O-C. A part, it's, called, it's, about, it's called Staples. And it's about this guy who got in an accident and part of his face was hanging,
3: like, down here. So he had to get Staples in his head.
0: Good Lord,
1: you're just copying these...
3: Yep,
0: they saw the YouTube video.
1: Wow! (laughs) Wow! The (laughs) plagiarism—that's just this is unacceptable. This is ridiculous. Like you just watch that video and you—it's cute, but it's also ridiculous that you would be like, "I'm just gonna recreate this existing." I understand, like you live through these bands you love, and like I want to be like that and I want to do like that, but just like the repeat. Oh my gosh! Okay, it's just funny. So, when I say all you can hear was, you just say,
2: ka chuk, ka chuk, ka chuk. That's
1: all you gotta do. It's that easy. Do it here one more time.
2: Ka chuk, ka chuk, ka chuk. Ka chuk,
1: ka chuk. He's making it ka chuk, ka chuk, ka chuk. That's not even the word, really. It's ka chunk, ka chunk, ka chunk.
0: He's a hockey fan. Clearly.
1: I love that they're really making this experience their own. Like, they're really living their Reliant K-Fantasy, White Flag Raised, back in 2012. I mean, good for them. But uh, let's hear what they sound like.
2: Because it hasn't been that long Since you almost hit the tree Because it hasn't been that long
1: since- This is 12 years after the album came out, by the way. <laughs> I just find that funny.
2: You hit the pole because of speed. Do you remember, remember. the ambulance that took you there? Do you remember? remember. They cut your pants, your favorite pair, they shaved your arrows on your hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sounds good sounds fine i'm fun and Uh, sloppy it's just like yeah Uh, doing the whole intro part with just the bass no guitar no drums and then the drums kick in that's cool Now, they don't sell the duh, 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 because it's more than just saying ka mm-hmm. chunk, ka chunk, ka chunk. It's getting every instrument in the ensemble to go. Duh, 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 yeah. And they don't do that. Like the drummer is hitting a little extra hit in time, but the guitar and the bass are not doing anything extra to sell the. Duh, 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 duh. They uh, ended the song a little better than Reliant K did at the YMCA Skate punk, <laughs> Skate Punk Park. You know what I mean? Because they kind of like Reliant K kind of just fizzled out when they played it live. But anyway, uh, then there's this FMV. Let's see what happens in this. I didn't look at this yet. Seven hundred and eleven views. Seven eleven. So very emo looking kids. This is now. What? Did Seven Eleven change its name?
0: Oh, I thought you were saying that's how many views it had.
1: Oh, well, now they have Seven Twelve. Yeah, yeah, but... That's what I'm Oops. saying. Oops. Oh. I just clicked a... <laughs> i I've watched a lot of Conan O'Brien clips on YouTube, so I accidentally just clicked one. Let's see. So this is a... Uh, this is not actually a full... This is not a fan music video. This is just a compilation of This is just a compilation of photos of some very emo-looking oh, 2000s okay. teenagers. Very
0: snow angels. They oh, got the wow. red and black
1: checkerboard. Yep, yep. You know the black and white Steve. checkerboard. Checkerboard is like all oh, like, oh, that's so ska, and that's so ska, but the red and black checkerboard is very emo. The hand Big socks, 2000s. the gigs. Gigs. <laughs> So they're just kind of reminiscing on their year or something. This is uploaded by LUC, Lucy, with an I. L U C I LUCI won the one unique one, <laughs> Lucy one the one unique one. Right on. I mean, if you search for line Case Stables, it's one of four videos that exist on YouTube, <laughs> you'll find it. Wait, what? danny oh my gosh what what's
0: happening so
1: this i can't see the phone i know i know i'm gonna and neither can anyone listening so
0: (laughs) exactly so so none of us know what's happening so
1: this video from 16 years ago older than white flag ray's youtube video covering the song 16 years ago this video is just called staples uploaded by lucy the one unique one and it opens it says staples and then it shows a bunch of video. Uh, it shows a bunch of photos of all these emo-looking folks. And then at the end, a credit scroll goes by. Ooh. Oh, good lord! I dropped the remote to the air conditioner. A credit scroll starts rolling, mm-hmm. and it says, "Thanks for watching our music video." Before I say any further, oh. I feel like we've seen this before. Uh-huh. Guitar and vocals by Lee Jackson. What? Guitar and background singing by Luke Allen.
2: Lies. Bass guitar
1: and background singing by Ryan Granger, Lies. drums by Steve Hill, lyrics written by Luke uh, Allen. How dare Carry you? Carry on listening. Comments needed. Thanks. This is presenting itself even more than White Flag Raised. Kind of like living the Reliant K dream. At least they were like, "This is a Reliant K song" or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is literally, this person took a Relying K song...
0: Not cool, man. Not cool. ...and are trying to
1: pass it off as their own. I guess six... It says 16 years ago. 2007, because YouTube rounds up and down the whole 16, 15, 10 years ago thing differently. Uh, 2007, I suppose on a version of YouTube where these things are not being paid attention to, you could try to, yeah, where people mislabel songs. Oh, here's MXPX playing Barbie girl. Oh, here's weird Al Yankovic doing a racist song about Chinese food. None of these are real things. They are all mislabeled Napster files. I'm sure back then you could take a relying K song from the first album and assume no one's ever heard it and sort of like try to pretend to pass it off as your own. I definitely feel like we have seen this before, but we mm. haven't come across it that much. Fascinating. And I thought it was like a wow. full motion music video, but no, it's just a compilation of photos. And then they pretend that it it's lies. their song. This would... i mean, Or are this... they just
0: telling us that... No, because it said the song was written. Or... Now does it say songs written by? Yeah. Like, are they... Right, so songs, plural. No. Not just
1: one. No, they they're definitely trying to be like... I didn't say the song you were listening to was written right. by us. So I'm like, but cause they're they claiming not to be a band.
0: It. Right. They're claiming to be a band. So I guess they were like, here's our stuff. Here's us. Here's, here's our gigs us. that we did. Here's allegedly. Our gigs. Here's a
1: Reliant K song. Here's a Reliant
0: K song. But if yeah. you think it's
1: our song, well, yeah. I didn't say it isn't or is our song. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Urgh. Well, Do you remember you went to court because of copyright? <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> exactly Goatee took all your money out of sight um well I think that's Staples (laughs) I think that's Staples there's Staples is a store it is we mentioned that at the top with the whole little bit we did but that's a store did you when you saw there was a song called Staples originally on this album did you think oh is this song about the store no Because I think me and my friend Johnny did think that. Oh, wow. Not that we literally thought it's about the store, but like, why would you call a song Staples? Once you hear it's about like skull staples, you're like, okay, that makes sense. I mean, I
0: wouldn't have thought it was about skull staples. I would have thought it was about like staple staples.
1: Yeah, like, here's a song about the workaday world. I'm working at my job trying to make some money. You know, school, uh, whatever. Using these staples and it's not that funny. We're working nine to five. It's a way for me to get some money. I'm like an AI making up a song about working nine to five. Cooper, that's a doggy. I'm showing him a flashcard. That's a doggy. All right, well, Jessica, what do you think of this song? Do you like it more, the same, or less than before we talked about it? I think we know my answer. I think I like it a little more. Well, there you go. That's my answer as well. Um, I knew what your answer was going to (laughs) be. Cooper, what do you think? We've never asked you. What do you think of this song? He's like, Dad, this is the first song I've ever heard in my entire life. Which
0: is not true. It's not true. He's heard a song
1: that's like, Baby Shark Dude Dude. He's not heard that song. He's heard a lot of songs.
0: No, I think we he did hear Baby Shark. The first time we gave him a bath, we put on bath time songs, like a Spotify playlist, and that came on. And I was like, whoa, the song's really dark and kind of morbid. Like, so Is yeah. It? Yeah. What happens?
1: They're like, Baby Shark, he hit the pole in the tree. So... Baby Shark, he got some staple sea. <laughs> Baby Shark, he's They're in like... heaven with the Lord. Baby the, shark.
0: Oh, I can't remember now. I, we haven't listened to it. If they it's weren't underwater, months. they'd shed a
1: tear, baby shark. Know. But now he is not here, baby shark. There we go, lyrics. Is it like Little Bunny Foo Foo, Running from the Forest? Because that's a pretty dark song when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah,
0: they're just singing about, like, going hunting and like... Oh. Uh... Yeah, let's go hunt, do 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 do. Let's go hunt it. Run away, do 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 do. Run away, run away. Safe at last, do 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 do. Good safe Lord. at last, and that's why I was like, this is so weird. Oh,
2: no.
0: It's super weird. That, I They're don't... like, let's go hunt, run away, safe at last. It's the end.
1: I don't think I've ever noticed that version of the song. parents i think that's just the official song version dan what's your favorite version the baby shark is now like a cartoon character and everything he's like fully copywritten at this point was that song around before like i don't know five years ago are you saying that next week we should do baby shark
0: no i'm not saying that at (laughs) all i'm saying is this like a classic song that i just don't know for some reason well
1: i think the tune is is like a classic Mm -hmm. tune of some sort but the The character from the YouTube video of the baby shark is, like, owned by Paramount or something. Uh, Is there a baby shark Wikipedia?
0: Yeah, like, do we have to do a baby shark deep dive now? This is
1: the kind of stuff, we need to learn the history of baby shark, (sighs) we need to learn new math. (laughs) <laughs> we need to learn critical race theory. <laughs> These are all the things that he's going to be looking to us for. Okay, let's see. We need let's to learn see. plant-based diets. Baby ice. Shark
2: Wikipedia. Baby
1: Shark. Baby Shark.
0: <laughs>
2: dating is-
1: back to the 20th century. What? Ba- ba- <laughs> 20th dating back-
0: century? You mean like the Whoa, 90s?
1: The song dates back 10 billion years. Oh wait, it says the video has 10 billion views. Never mind.
0: It literally just says dates back to the 20th century. Various entities have tried to copyright original videos.
1: Are you looking at the Wikipedia? Yeah. Baby Shark is a children's song associated with a dance involving hand movements dating back. Hey, the VeggieTales called those action songs. Dating back to the late 20th century. In 2016, Baby Shark became very popular with pink... Fong, a South Korean entertainment company, released a version of the song in June 2016 with a YouTube music video that went viral. Uh, by 2022, it had yeah. 10 then there's the one, so
0: there's the COVID one about how to wash the hands.
1: Right. Uh, the original song dates back to 20th century. Various entities have tried to copyright original stop, videos. Stop
0: saying 20th and... century like it wasn't not that long. Like it wasn't so long ago. Yeah, there was a it's point. Like 30 years ago. I remember a point. I
1: remember a point about 10 years ago where like Gen Xers would all say, "About 10 years ago, I remember," and like. You think that means the 80s? Like, I would literally be like, you know, about 10 years ago when Reagan was president. I'm like, 10 years ago. Yeah, but when we do
0: that, too. Now
1: like, now our generation yeah. is doing that. Now our generation says about 10 years ago when what they mean is 2022. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I would listen to podcasts with mostly, you know, mostly Gen Xers, like the Earwolf crowd and stuff. And they'd say, 10 years ago... And they meant like 20 years ago. So there's this thing where, like, by ten, by the time ten years pass, by the time 20 years pass, you think 10 years ago was less than that. Good story, Danny. So, baby shark, do you like it more, <laughs> the same, or less?
0: Less, cause it's, it's weird, creepy lyrics. I'm not into it.
1: A baby coop doo doo oh, do, doo doo. That's, do, that's do. the best version of the song. All right. Well, uh. we love you all. That's my we new outro. We love you all. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening. Stay safe and healthy out there. And we will see you hopefully before three weeks time goes by again.